across the neighborhood and across the world, you're listening to Green Bank Live. You are listening to Green Bank Live. All right, thanks for tuning in to Brimbank Live, Live a Famous to Connect podcast with Mikhail. Our guest today on the show is Gideon. Um, thank you for being on the show, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been a minute Excited since. Uh, yeah. How are you passing your quarantine, son? Oh, man. I, it's, it's a little tricky because I'm like trying my best to stay sane, but also I'm like going a little bit insane. Mm. Um, so I've just been like reading, writing, watching a lot of Netflix yeah, and catching up with friends over, over Zoom and Skype and FaceTime and all that <laughs> stuff. So it's been kind of productive, but also not mm. you know, trying to do what I can with the time that I have. <laughs> Facts. I feel like we have a lot of time to like be creative, especially. Yeah, so much time definitely to be creative. But also it's a it's a really tricky time to be creative as well because some days I'm just like not feeling it. Yeah. Um, and some days I have like all this motivation to create. Mm. But also not without being in lockdown, not having the resources to actually create the content that you want to create. So facts. It's, yeah. It's, it's up and down. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine like especially for like uh, doing projects and like collaborating with people. Yes. like filming screenwriting yeah. talking to people like it's very like challenging how is that like change has been for you creatively trying to balance think, that yeah i think it's been it's been interesting because now we're being forced to find new ways of creating yeah. um people are now really really tuning into how um the into the resources that social media and you know the media in general provides us so it's been interesting mm. i've actually collaborated on a few things via zoom which is yeah. something that i never thought i'd be saying that i just i collaborated on something no. via zoom so it's been yeah the creative juices are still flowing it's just now it's a different way of you mm. know doing things and having to adjust to that has been a little bit tricky but you know we just got to roll with the punches that's what that's one of our main strengths as creatives we just always have to you know yeah. find ways to stay creative in mm. a way absolutely i feel like we have to keep adjusting to like the new situation and like yeah exactly it's not always easy but you know nah. we do we do our best mm. all right uh last time uh, we talked i think was uh Last year was like 2019. 2019, yeah. 19, yeah. It feels like it was ages ago. That 2019 yes. feels like 20 years ago. <laughs> Facts. It feels like, yeah, it feels ages. Like, I can't yeah, even remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the, we did some screen um, acting. Um, yeah, and, we were, well, you were supposed to be yeah. on the projects that I was working on at the time. Yeah. But you know, life got in the way, and yeah, facts. Um, we both went our mm. separate ways. But yeah, that was like the last time. That was the last time I saw you were working on 
um, a stage reading for my play called Shukurai. So, yeah. 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 How did you like start writing? Like, when did you start writing a lot of script? Well, well that's a, I, I honestly, it's, it's quite funny because I can't remember when I wasn't writing. So it's more oh, like, thanks. Oh, I, I, I can't like, I can't really answer that because I feel like I've yeah. been writing my whole, my whole life, whether it was just writing things in my diary, um, writing my feelings, because mm-hmm. that's writing, a, for me, writing started as a way of like coping with situations because sometimes I have a hard time processing my own emotions. So like mm-hmm. writing it down was like a way to really understand what I'm going through and what's happening whether in my life, whether mm. mentally, whether um, socially, just, yeah, it was just a way of, like, really yeah. getting tuned with my own emotions. Yeah. And then from that, it turned into poetry and then songs. And then I got into storytelling as in mm. stage a little bit later. But, yeah, I started off writing songs, writing um, yeah. poetry. Mm. And I realized that's also a form of storytelling. And I was like, oh, wait, you can elevate it into actual people portraying mm. these stories and, like, you know, yeah. um, bringing life into the ideas that you have. So that's how I came into writing. I don't know if that made any sense. but <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense because it's almost like, uh, like therapeutic, like when you write, like your thoughts. Yes, definitely. Now I definitely write for therapeutic reasons. <laughs> yeah. Um, for sure. Sometimes I'm just like, you know what, I feel I feel crappy today. Let's see what I can come up with. And sometimes I'm in a really mm. good mood. I'm like, let's see, let's see what I can come up with today. So it's yeah, it's definitely a coping mechanism and it's also therapeutic. And sometimes yeah. I'm just bored and I'll it's you know, another thing to do. Mm. <laughs> Do you like collaborate with other like writers on script or is it like mainly like just by yourself or with a few people? So with that, it really, it depends. Mm. Cause I've like growing up, I've just always been independent in terms of like what I'm writing and yeah. just writing in general. Mm. But now as I'm getting older and I'm, you know, stepping foot into the industry a little bit more, um, there's a lot more collaborative opportunities yeah. that weren't presented to me as a young kid, as a young boy, because I was so long ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, so now I'm finding it to be, I, I do love collaborating with people and, you know, just getting, because there's, there's so much that I, as a person, know, and there's so much that I can say as a writer, but mm. when you get with someone else and really get to pick their brain there's so much more magic that comes from that so i really do enjoy collaborating with people i haven't collaborated much yeah but it's definitely something that i when i get to do it it's something that i definitely enjoy yeah i just want to like piggyback what you said about like telling your story and i feel like uh that's one of like the main reason why a lot of people write uh especially Mm. myself music Mm. Um, yeah. it's to get to tell your own story and to get to tell people like um, what you see and what you are aware of um, right yeah especially like being in Australia well, mm. our stories are rarely told yes. so like I think the reason why I like writing or I find writing to be 
very important in the climate that we're in right now is that we actually do get to tell our stories mm. and we get to voice uh we give ourselves you know the voice to, to our na- our own narratives rather than what's been um written for us we get to break those stereotypes or archetypes and just you know mm. be like hey this is how it actually is this is the actual truth because it's coming from us so yeah i just find that to be quite important and i do encourage other writers whether you're black a person of color you're queer mm. you have um you're a person with disabilities so mm. i just really encourage everybody to tell their stories because we're all very unique and my story is going to be completely different from let's say you or someone else yeah so it's very yeah, it's very important that we all get the chance to tell our stories yes definitely i feel like it's very like super important for every like culture every person to like definitely uh voice their opinion versus versus their like their view of the world and like what they're going mm. to yeah especially if someone else is writing that story for you constantly and uh trying to change how the society like views a certain people or certain culture yeah, for sure yeah. and the other thing is that the, no one else can tell your story better than you mm. you know you are the author of your own story like you know your story better than anyone else so facts yeah just feel, find the freedom find the courage to just you know get out there mm. it is a very vulnerable thing being a writer as well you do get to you know there's parts of you that you you'd hate sharing or you yeah. don't ever want to share but you know that's just something that if you want to be a good writer you just have to be very open and you have to you know yeah let everybody and it's quite it's it's definitely a vulnerable thing but it's also very fulfilling at the same time absolutely i feel like it takes a lot of time to get to that place where you feel like you can um just be blunt and just be honest it takes a For lot sure. of like self discovery to like know how you're going to talk and how you know to just be open in in your craft it takes a lot of you know it takes yeah, a lot of it, it does it does take a lot of work mm. um especially if there's things that you still haven't really worked on within yourself you mm. you know you're not at a place where you're ready to share those so maybe work on those things first before <laughs> um you decide to throw it all out there because once yeah. once once it's out in the universe you don't know what how people are going to receive it and if it's still very vulnerable to you and if it's still very fresh wounds mm. that's not healthy it might cause some more trauma yeah. yeah are you always like aware of like what you put out out there um and now we can affect the viewers and the listeners and the people that are constantly like watching well when when i write i just always write from a very honest place right mm. and i think my duty as a writer is just to reflect the world that i see yeah i'm never i never go into a writing or a project thinking oh this is what i want people to think or this is what i want mm. someone to get out of it what i just do is i write and if you t- whatever your take on the piece or the project or the writing is going to be that's you know that yeah. reflects you <laughs> that's yeah. that's a reflection of you um yeah so i just i just write and i hope people can reflect can the work can reflect on people 
I don't write thinking, okay, this is what I want um, people to take this as this is what I want. Because then yeah. it, be, it becomes really forcing or something. As the, as the writer, <laughs> it boxes you, it boxes you in, it puts you mm. in a very tight space. Yeah. But I like to have a lot of freedom as a writer. Yeah. So, so yeah. Writing from a standpoint of just honesty and just like, yeah, pretty much. Just honest reflection, mm. just be a reflection of the society that you see. Mm. Uh, yeah. That's, that's kind of my, my take on that. I never want to, I don't ever want to tell anyone how to feel or how to think. Yeah. I'll write something and, you know, if you, if you find healing from it, you find healing from it. If it makes yeah. you mad, it makes you mad. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, what, as yeah. long as I, I, I get fulfillment knowing I did what I did, what I've, what I wanted to do. Yeah. I said what I wanted to say as the writer. Mm, I think that's the most important thing. Um, who are you like your inspiration? Do you have any inspirations for, for art or like just, I don't know, in life in general? Because <laughs> I kind of double into a lot of different fields. Yeah. So Facts. when it comes, when it, uh, the, it, you'd have to be more specific. So if it comes <laughs> to writing, I do have writers that I look up to. Um, if that's what we're talking about right now. Yeah. So my, one of my biggest, biggest inspiration is Toni Morrison. Um, she passed away last year, but she's, I was introduced to her work in 2013. And yeah. ever since I haven't looked back, like her writing is just exactly how I want to be as a writer. It's very honest, mm. it's very reflective of society. It's just, yeah, it's, it's captive, it's captivating. And it's also just, like I said, yeah, just honest. It's, yeah. she, she had this way of writing that would just like, no matter what she's writing about, you'll be able to relate to it. Yeah. So there's a, I guess a good example will be, there's a book of hers called um, God Help the Child. Yep. And it's about this um, very dark-skinned woman who was born to um, a light-skinned mother mm. and her journey through the world and how the world sees her. And like, I just related to her story so much, even though I'm not a woman or I'm not like, yeah fully dark skin um mm. i related to the whole to her story and that I think that's just a, a testament to how great of a writer tony morrison is yeah um, and also james baldwin as well he was just another sphere of truth he he really he never held back and he wrote exactly what he wanted to write he said exactly what he wanted to say he was yeah. way ahead of his time um yeah so i do have a few favorite writers mm. But yeah, those are my top two. Yeah, I, I guess that's the coolest thing about writing. You you don't have to go to, uh, specifically the same thing that someone else went through, but the story and the, the the thing that you get from the story is pretty much the same. The yeah, main thing cool. about yeah. Yeah, that's what's great about being truthful as a writer. You know, people are gonna relate to the story. <laughs> Yeah. If you just tell your truth, people are definitely gonna gravitate toward to um, the stories and the characters and the Facts. world that you create. Mm. And I feel like the people that we resonate to the most are the people that you know create with the most honesty and like mm. purest form of like just expression. It's hundred percent. Yeah, my I I, I I'm very attracted to people who are very who are just 
open you know they mm. are very honest and they just you know they're not af- they're not afraid of society they're not afraid of what people are gonna think they just mm. do that's mm. those are the kind of creators that i'm attracted to that's the kind of work that really really gets me work that just you know it's very honest at its core mm. and it's it's very rare to find because um a lot of mainstream stories are always the same like the fiction is always the same stuff yeah i so think it's, nowadays it's, yeah. it's more about what sells you know yeah the best the i i my thing is the best writers are not always the most popular ones facts because yeah. uh, sometimes the best writers do be saying things that nobody wants to hear mm. <laughs> um yeah and right now it's just about what sells and yeah. hollywood at the moment is just preaching the same not preaching it's giving us the same stories that we've heard or seen over and over again in just yeah. different ones so mm-hmm. like okay give us give us something <laughs> give us something new yeah absolutely yeah, that's, and i feel like yeah i feel like we've been conditioned conditioned to to listen to the same music to watch the same movies to yeah. you know rap the same way to you know we've been in this like metric world matrix world of like um just common mediocrity mediocrity of like art yep. you know and a lot of people who are creative and who push the art forward mm. are not always going to be the one on the mainstream and you have to look for them yourself yeah i think and i think the reason being is that those kind of artists they they're very honest you know and people don't mm. always want to hear honesty sometimes people want to escape from their reality right you don't some days you just don't want to hear the oh, truth boy. you want to yeah. hide you know because mm-hmm. you're not ready to confront that and yeah that's the bravest artists are artists who really you know who tell the truth who speak the truth mm-hmm. and a lot of the times people don't want to hear that <laughs> yeah and like we don't know most of the time we don't know what we need so it's always mm. good to like just have an open ear like uh i know a lot of people who um for a chance who don't listen to rap just because they don't like rap like mm. oh there's a lot of other people who don't listen to rock just because they don't like rock you know you have to be open to new experiences and like just listen and see if you like it or not don't just assume yeah don't just say <laughs> you don't like it but you've never actually heard yeah you know, rap music but mm. you've never actually dived into the originators of rap you know yeah because and the thing the the really annoying thing about our culture today is that there's just so much out there mm. so much mediocre out there that people think that's what is the voice of let's say a specific genre mm. when that's not actually the truth you need to you need to do your research if you if you're you know wanting to experience something new you have to do your research you know um, especially with rap right now even myself <laughs> i i don't like rap. i don't like i don't listen to rap like that yeah, but fair. i do know the originators of rap and i know the art, the art form that rap is yeah and you know it's not the same as today there are some real pretty good rappers nowadays but yeah it's not the same and you can't judge you can't use them as the um as the you know the what's yeah. the what's the word that I'm looking for as the example yeah for a bit of, 
lack of a better word. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like we have to not only like we have to acknowledge the people who are actually staying true to the art, who are mm. representing it to better people. Like I feel like you know, yeah. trap music is great. Our rap music is great. Every genre has great quality music, but it's the impact that it has on people. The things that you're saying within your music, how is it gonna impact? Because mm. most of the people that are listening or watching movies or you know reading books, uh, you know most of them are young and they're not necessarily aware of how it's inflict. It, you know it's impacting them. Right. So. In every art, there's great, there's great. Yeah, in, um, definitely. In every art form, there's good and there's bad. Yeah. Um, and sometimes people like the good, and sometimes people like the bad. So <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it really just comes down to taste. Yeah, it comes <laughs> it comes down horrible taste. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if someone is ignorant and they want to go into the, you know, they want to listen to something that's negative to them, you know, it's not your choice, but. I feel like yeah, if, if that sort of floats their boat, you know. Yeah. The and it's and the thing is, people people are gonna make what people what's popular, right? So yeah. if horrible trap music is what's popular right now, of course that's what artists are gonna jump to as well. Yeah, because that's what's selling. Yeah, because nobody cares about you know yeah. nobody cares about rhymes. Nobody cares about good writing anymore in rap. They all just care about you know what's catchy and what's gonna trend mm. on TikTok. Basically. Yeah, yeah. I feel like ninety percent of the people are making art. Like they just like copying. Like they just do what's yeah, out there. <laughs> and it's more for clout now, you know. It, it's mm. exactly all um, the whole passion and love for your art form. It just becomes about pleasing yeah. um, the masses and pleasing, you know, popular culture. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um. What else? What um, movies or say books are you reading? Are you reading at the moment? What books are you reading? Um, so for the second time, I've just reread the a book by James Baldwin, which is funny because I was talking about him earlier. Yeah. Um, Giovanni's Room, and it's just one of the most beautifully written pieces of literature that I've ever had the honor of holding in my hands. So I've just read it for the second time. I read it a few years ago. Mm. um, And so I just decided to reread it and it's just as brilliant as it was the first time. Mm. Um, And what else did I finish reading? I read uh, Maya Angelou's Letters to My Daughter recently as well. Beautiful um book such an easy read as well so i'd I'd recommend that to i'm gonna check that out who's interested in reading yes um in terms of movies see i'm not a big fan of movies i would only (laughs) watch movies if i'm like with friends yeah i love tv shows though that's like my thing yeah so instead of movies i'm gonna say a tv show that i recently watched this is a this is an old one but don't judge me if you're listening to this (laughs) um i just finished season three of the mindy project it's, okay it's, it's a hilarious show like oh, it's, just, it. it's just funny <laughs> i just be watching shows for research sometimes <clears throat> and i'm currently writing a comedy series comedic <clears throat> series so i thought that would be like a i'll find some inspirations from yeah, that facts. and i also watched another show on stand called normal people 
it was uh, it's also one of like the most beautiful shows i've ever watched and yeah. i'm not a fan of what shows i'm just going to put that out there i <laughs> give myself like i can only watch up to two what shows a year <laughs> um this is a it's it's a fully white cast i'm not you know i mean normally i don't support that i'm like come on diversity but this show is so good it was well written um mm. acting top tier so i was like okay fine i'll give i'll give it a I'll give it a pass. They they can get away with that, but yeah, such a it was such a beautiful show. If anyone, if you if you if anyone out out there hasn't mm-hmm. watched it, give it a yeah. watch. Called people, Normal People, and I think it's on Stan. I'm yeah. not being paid to say this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, Stan is not paying us anything. No, <laughs> no, it's, we're not sponsored. But if they yeah. want to, hey, hit my call. That's what's up. Um, yeah, I've been trying to like start reading. But I started slowly like into like um like audiobooks at the moment. Yeah. So I'm too lazy. Honestly, to... <laughs> reading reading is not for everyone, but audiobooks there's no excuse. It's just you no. know you can just sit there yeah. on a car ride or a train ride and you just play it. So yeah, mm. it's it's still reading. Mm. <laughs> Definitely. But, yeah, Facts. Mm. Do you have This is our last question. Do you have any upcoming projects <laughs> that you're working um, on? So, yeah, at the moment, being in quarantine has um, given me a lot of time that I normally wouldn't have to work on things. So at the mm-hmm. moment, I'm, I am working on a series. I can't... Oh, the funny thing is I can't really say what it, say it is. No. <laughs> But that's, that's keep an eye out. Follow yeah. me on my social medias if you... Um, Yeah, and you find out what I'm watching <laughs> when Facts. I'm allowed to Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think uh, it was great to, like, just catch up and, like, talk. And, yeah, you know, very good catching up. During the quarantine time, you know? Yeah. Just chilling. <laughs> I think, you know, quarantine. people are going to love to have something to, you know, watch and listen to um, through this yeah, time. definitely. Definitely. Mm. Can I recommend an album or uh, an artist? Everyone, yes. Go, go listen to um, Kirby. Her, her name is Kirby, but spelled K I R B Y. Um, her album. Oh, I forget the name of the album, but just if you search her up, the album will come. Oh, it's called Sis. The album is called Sis. It's so yes, good. Sis. I it's see it. Yeah, yeah. She, she's phenomenal. Um, yeah. I'll give just that a. I'll give that a sus. I'll check that out for sure. <laughs> Yeah. Awesome, man. It was great to have you on our show. We'd love to have you again later yeah, when we just, finish this quarantine in the, in the you studio. Know, you know where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'll I'll hit you up for sure. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Michael. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. My pleasure. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. That was Gideon on the Connect Podcast with me, Mikhail, on Brimbank Live, Live FM. Thank you for listening. Bye. Across the neighborhood and across the world, you're listening to Green Bank Live. You are listening to Green Bank Live.
Hello, guys. Thank you for tuning in to Brimbank Live, Live with Famously Connect podcast with Mikael. We have a great show today. Our guest is Shavish, the girl. Thank you so much for being on the show. It's a great pleasure to just talk to you. Thank you for having me. Mm. I haven't done like an interview in a really long time, so I'm kind of like new to this again. Yeah, absolutely. I love I love doing interviews. I love like just having conversations with people. It's really like it's really fun. Yeah. yeah. Mm. How have you been passing your time during this pandemic that's going on? um oh during this pandemic (laughs) i've honestly just been like writing like yeah just writing as much music as possible like for a good few weeks i was just like on my computer every single day like trying to make new songs and i've made Mm. almost like almost two projects now yes yeah or like you know four like small ones even Mm. it's crazy like we have a lot of time like you can only make so much music until you're like, okay, I have had enough of this shit. Like, have yeah. you ever, like, have you got to that point yet? Like, nah. Yeah, definitely. There are like so many days, like there's so many like moments out of those, out of the time that I spend making music where I'm like, I actually cannot be fucked doing this. And then I just, I might not touch my laptop or like, I might not touch like my music yeah. for a week or a bit. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I can, I can definitely relate to that. Um, what are some like positive things like during this time that you've seen? That I've been like saying to myself? Yeah. Or just seeing around just the whole positive, just because the, the pandemic is very like super negative and like the whole, everything yeah, is going yeah. on, but there's definitely some like good stuff that you can take from it. Like, is yeah, any, definitely. Like, I um, think, cause I don't know, like are you, you're in Victoria, like are you in Melbourne? At the yeah, moment? I'm in Melbourne. Yeah. So like you already know what's going on. We're in like stage four lockdowns. Like we cannot even leave our mm. postcode yes. and yeah, we just have to wear a mask everywhere. I don't know. Like there's just some like tiny little annoying things that build up. But um, I guess like the one thing that, that I tell myself or like the one thing that I've, that I see that's like making me feel better is just the fact that like, I know, I guess I know my friends are safe. Like my friends are like, you know, like yeah. I can talk to them and stuff. I think that's like something positive, I guess. Like mm. when I talk yeah. to them, like I can see how they are and it kind of, you know, it makes me feel good as well. Cause it's just like, I'm still mm. able to talk to my friends. Yeah. Because yeah. like, there's a lot of people who are going through like a lot of like way worse stuff than we are. Like, yeah, definitely. So... There's just so much quick shit happening in the world. I think stage, like a stage four lockdown, even though it is mm. shit for a lot of people. Mm. Like it could be, it could be worse. It really could be worse. Absolutely. Um, just how did you get into like music? Like, where was like how did how did you start like doing music and stuff? Like, um, I started like I started producing music in like year probably like year seven, I think. So I was like thirteen. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah, no, twelve, yeah, twelve, thirteen, and then like. Oh no, I might have been fourteen. I don't know. Like within that within that age range, like I was like in early, like early high school, mm. um, and then like when I released like my first song on SoundCloud and like said like, hey, like you know, um, I'm Savage the Girl. Like this is what I do. I guess like, I was probably like six, I was sixteen. Wow. Yeah, when I like released my first song, so I've been doing it for a while, mm. but um, I'm still like new, you know. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like even like just producing your, your own music like um it's very like 
freeing to like create your own music from scratch like how have yeah, you definitely. found that like um freedom to just create whatever comes to your mind well like, like how do i find the freedom mm, how helpful <laughs> um um i don't know like when it comes to the music that i make it's just whatever makes me want to move or whatever like i don't know i feel like i put a lot of my emotion into my work mm. so if i can't if i can't feel what i'm saying in my songs then like you know i'll throw it away or if, i don't know like i just i think i just stay true to my sound and i have i have a lot of different like mm. you know yeah i like a very different taste in music like i have a broad taste in music so mm. i guess like that inspiration kind of just comes from like the songs that i listen to mm. yeah, yeah. What are some like um you spoken like your taste in music like what are some what are those like different genres like that you that inspire um, you I listen to I listen to a lot of Kechanada like I've been listening to Kechanada do you know Kechanada No so, <laughs> Who's that You need so he's a producer from Montreal mm. um and a, I guess a DJ as well and he just he or like all he does is just like produce the beats but like you know he has his own name and like whenever you hear a song by him like you mm. know it's it's his sound like he's got a very 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 like mm. unique sound it's probably not that unique anymore because people start to copy his work but like yeah so original so gee i really love kato noise like my favorite of all time mm. but um i really love drum and bass and like jungle and uk garage and just that mm. type of shit but yeah drum and bass is like my favorite and i'm i've been trying to um make some drum and bass shit but it's just like i don't know when i'm going to put it out or i don't know if i'm ever going to put it out mm. yeah, yeah like i had i had a little listen to music like i barely listen to music like only when really? i'm making it or when i'm driving yeah, yeah. i had i had a little listen a few listens to your your music and i like the song please correct my pronunciation it's evian water oh, evian water evian water yeah. i knew i was going to say it wrong <laughs> evian water no you got it i almost got it okay i got it yeah yeah how did you like come up with that like the whole track did you produce or was it someone else or i don't know so i made sure that i put in like the soundcloud like bio that i didn't like cre- i didn't create the instrumental i wish yeah. i did Mm. But the instrumental is do you know Reggie Snow? Reggie Snow, I think I've heard of him. Yeah. Yeah, so like that's the really popular Reggie Snow song like mm. uh, called 1992 mm. and it features um Loyal Kana and like that's just it's just like the best. I just love I just love that instrumental so much and like I just got I just got like the instrumental from like YouTube. Yeah. Like I downloaded it from YouTube and just sort of like mastered it. Yeah. And like mixed it up. Yeah, mix the master do whatever and put my vocals over the top. Like mm-hmm. I wrote to it and I was like, "Oh no, like I'm I'm not going to release it with that instrumental because I didn't want to like completely rip off someone's instrumental." Yeah. But I just love that instrumental so much, so I just made sure I credited credited the person and like I'll never mm-hmm. release it on Spotify mm-hmm. or anything. Like I won't ever make money from that just because I didn't make the instrumental. Yeah. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, it's dope. I like the doubling of the vocals how you did like with the higher pitch it's so perfect <laughs> like it's so dope like Thank yeah you. i love that like mm. you have experimenting sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs> now keep talking um 
you have like your own flow like you don't like you don't necessarily do like every other type of shit that you hear on like radio and shit like like you have your own thing like it's fucking like it's dope i love that thank you yeah do you like make conscious effort to like just like like you said just be honest and like create the art that you want to like um that that's true to you instead of like just what's out there yeah i do like every single time like i sit down and i make a beat or i write like i make sure that like if i am using someone else's like work or i'm i'm either taking a line out of like i don't know a song or i'm sampling something i always make sure that i credit it mm-hmm. but um i don't know i think that like stay i don't know yeah i guess i do like i always i always make sure that like everything that i make is what i like like i can't like honestly like this might sound really like rude but like i don't fucking care what everyone else likes you know mm. like i make what i like and everyone likes what i like everyone likes what i make as well so like i just mm. know that whatever i put out other people are going to be happy with what i put out and i guess that's kind of what makes me like yeah um yeah yeah, Sorry, I feel like I do not make any sense. <laughs> um, yeah, I do make a conscious effort to yeah. say um, true to myself because there's mm. just no point in making music that you don't like or there's no point in, like, putting in effort, especially into an art form. Like, there's just no point, like, mm. putting in that effort if it's not you, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But I feel like you have to learn, like, to get to that place of, like, uniqueness and just because like for myself like i used to like just make music that's like um just just coping people like excuse we, me i'm sorry <laughs> it's okay um were you always like were you always that unique or was it something that you learned along the way or was it was it always that? Uh, honestly like i think i think i've always just been like this like I've, even just the first song that i made like Mm. I know not not a lot of people like people did like it but there were a lot of people that didn't like it too and I know it's because it wasn't like you know stereotypical like I wasn't seeing some fucking stupid like R&B track like I you know what I mean like it wasn't mm. what everyone else had heard before yeah. but I, I think that's why I, I stand out to like people that have told me that they like my stuff because it's just like it's, it's just what it like they haven't heard it before Mm, absolutely like that was that was kind of like my first like impression like listening to your music was like yeah it's different it's not it's like it's unique it's not like you know it's not like some other shit yeah thank you i appreciate that yeah no worries um who are your influences do you have do you have like any favorite like artists that you look you admire and like the sound of music or not um would you be able to repeat that sorry yeah do you have any artists that you admire on people that like inspire you like musically or just Um, in life i think like uh, yeah i definitely do i think a lot of those people come from melbourne or like come from australia like Mm. i can honestly like i can never pronounce her name correctly like people try and like say that i'm saying it wrong but you know kai oh boy who's that (laughs) k-a-double-i-t she's a singer from okay i have to check that out Mm. well she's like she's just one of the sweetest souls in the world and she's just so talented and 
I don't know, like, I love her. I look up to her and, like, we're actually homies, but, like, I always tell her, I'm just, like, you're so amazing. Like, she's just so amazing. I love, I just love her. Mm. Her writing, her vocals, like, just every beat that she's on, like, she's just so, so good. And she won um, a, an ARIA as well. She won the Best Soul Artist Award. Awesome. Mm. Um, I think it was this year, which mm. is just, like, so, like, she just deserved that. Like, she, she's someone that I look up to and admire. Mm. Um, but I also love Georgia Smith. I think that she's such a bad bitch. <laughs> and, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love her. Mm. But yeah, I think those, those are, like, my top two people kai and georgia smith yeah Yeah, like it's very like like humbling to hear that that you give props to like other artists without like you know like it's it's like it shows like character um the fact that you can like mm, the fact that you can just like appreciate everyone else's like talent it's it shows it goes behind like it goes beyond like music it just goes beyond everything it's really incredible mm. and then well, yeah like, I, I think the, oh sorry going, <laughs> <You go. keep> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah i was just gonna say that like it's i think it's selfish to not recognize other people's talent because like you can't be the only artist in the world like there's a reason why like you know we all we all start from somewhere we all we all like I guess we want the same thing, like as mm. as musical artists, like we all want to get somewhere and do well, and it's just like, yeah, I, don't know, I feel like we all should be lifting each other up, and yeah, that's just what I love to do. I love to like tell people how good they are at their work because we're kind of all accustomed to just bringing ourselves down and lowering mm. our standards. Mm. But yeah, mm. absolutely. But I feel like if you're constantly like growing as a person or just growing as an artist it's very easy to do that and if you're not doing that it's very easy to also like put someone else down because you're constantly looking instead of just bettering yourself so it yeah. shows yeah i mean that's that's something i've learned through iso i think like mm. i mean I, this is this is like how you said before it goes beyond music like for example like when i cut my hair like i had to get used to the idea that i look this way like and i've cut my hair so like i can't hide my face and like my afro and stuff you know what i mean it's just like accepting you know something that you can't change yeah and i think that's like the same way with like music you know you got to recognize this is you this is like what you like to make and that's what like someone else likes to make mm. and you, know, you can't like i don't know you just, you, yeah everyone just puts themselves down and shit and it's just like I think that I've just learned to appreciate other people's work without um, putting down my own. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. But like, yeah, it definitely like takes, takes a little time to like, um, to be like unselfish and like just appreciative of everyone else mm. around you because you realize like there's so many talented people in Melbourne or just in the world, like, just Melbourne, yeah. like, there's so many Melbourne talent. is just full of crazy yes. fucking artists. And, mm. like, Sydney as well. Like, yeah, Australia is just full of, like, just amazing artists. Uh, discovered and undiscovered, you know. Yeah. I've been listening to, like, Sampa the Great. Also, I love what she's oh doing. God, I love her too. <laughs> she, yeah, I'm pretty sure she also won an ARIA yeah. award as well. Mm. Sampa, also TK, also... um. TK not, is a sick bitch, yeah. Not, yeah, sick is crazy. Um, who are, like, others, like, your favorite, like, artists from, like, Melbourne that you, like, want to, like, collab with or something like that? Um, 
I love Nasty Mars. Do you know Nasty Mars? Mm. Yeah, I, I bought, like I love his like voice. Mm. It's just very like I don't know. I just feel like we just sound really good on a beat together, and like he's also a homie. And I always tell him like, bro, like we're gonna collab, we're gonna collab. Same with yeah. Baro. I think Bar is fucking amazing. Like he does his, you know, he's just so talented as well. Mm. Um, Maya Hirasaru. Um, I don't know. There's just there's so many there's people so that I would love to be Yes. <laughs> um, and there's like, I mean, to my head at the moment, like I, I'm really bad with like remembering exactly who, um, who I love and stuff like that. I don't know. That's really mm. bad. Like I'll remember it later and be like, fuck, I should have said this. But um, I don't know. Mm. There are a lot of people in Melbourne who I would love to work with, and like a lot of people in Melbourne whose talent that I would, you know, I I just admire so much. But I think like the number one person would be Kai. Like she just makes like the she's just got this beautiful like neo soul um voice, mm. and once again her her writing is just like perfect. Um. But yeah, I think I think it'd be like Kai for sure. Absolutely. Um okay. So, uh going to our next uh, question. What's your take on like the Melbourne like the Melbourne scene and like how do you think like everyone else can like we can all like come together and like go um, to the next step and like do dope shit? I mean I think it's hard. Mm. Firstly, now I have a very like I, I might not have the most, like the best um, <laughs> views or opinions on this, but this is how I think about it. Um, Melbourne mm. has a lot of different talent, like you know, covering different genres and realms of music. And I mean, we I've definitely seen people come together, and it's great. But um, I kind of just feel like the separation also helps. You know yes. what I mean? Mm. Because like you can, you know, someone like myself could be like, oh, I just want everyone to come together and like everyone work together, but like everyone mm. can't work together because we don't we don't all like the same shit anyway. I yes. think like I guess supporting each other, yeah, definitely. Mm. Um I don't know. I, I wouldn't say like there's like a way to really do that because mm. Some people are cocky and like don't want to know anyone, and like, mm. or you know, some people just want to stay in their own lane and don't want to meet anyone and don't want to like network with other artists. And Fair. some people want to work with way too many artists and are just like kind of clout chasers. Mm. So I think maybe that's why I, th- I think that the the division in Melbourne, it could be better. Like, it, you know, we could not be. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it could be better, mm. but it kind of helps. So yeah, yes. I don't know. I wouldn't really say that there's a there's a real way to like get everyone together because everyone's just so different in Melbourne. Like there's mm. just so many fucking different talents out here. So yes, absolutely. Um, mm. uh, what are your dream collab like collaboration like outside Melbourne? Like anyone do you like love to work with um, one day? I think sorry, I don't know if you can hear my mom in the background. Um. I would love, I would love to work with Georgia Smith. Like to be honest, mm. like either that or just meet her. We, we don't even have to work together. But um, you kind of look similar. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't think we do. But like, oh thank my. you. She's so beautiful. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess like Georgia Smith. But also like, oh, I love Abra. Do you know Abra? I have to check that out. She 
like makes crazy music. I love Abra, like I would love to work with her. Mm. Um, Lion Babe, I would love to work with Disclosure. Oh my God, I, there's so many people I want to work with. Kate Renata, 100%, he's at the top of my list. Monty Booker, he's a um, producer. He produces a lot of music for Smino. Um, yeah, I would love to work with him too. I would love to work with fucking Smino. <laughs> there's honestly there's so many artists I would love to yeah. work with. I can't really like I'd honestly mm. have to like write a list down and like send you the list because I can't even remember off the top of my head. There's just so many people that I'd love to yeah, collaborate with. Mm. What music are you currently like listening to? Who is in your playlist? Can I get my phone? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can do that. Yeah. Um, let me let me have a quick look. Mm. Um, I mean, I listen to, oh, I've been listening to like a lot of like, oh, I would, I wouldn't call it emo rap. <laughs> That's kind of like not the right way, right thing to call it. I don't know. Mm. I listen to like Bones, Suicide Boys, um, Chris Travis, Space mm. Ghost Herp. Um, and like, it wasn't always like that, but yeah, I don't know. I've been listening to like those, like that kind of music, which is kind of just like dark rap. Um, but I also listen to, um, oh, who, this is another person I'd love to work with, but I listen to this girl named Belle Cobain and she's from the UK. Mm. Um, and she, once again, voice is perfect. Writing is just beautiful. Like, yeah. And she just, um, I don't know if she's featuring in this song or like, it's just like a partnered single, but, mm. um, yeah, like she just released this song with this other rapper from the UK named Lex Amore, and I've just been playing it over and over and over again and just abusing mm. it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've been listening to like Disclosure, Childish Gambino, mm-hmm. Genesis, Awasu, uh, Georgia Smith, of course. Yeah, I don't know. Just there's, I, I listen to like everything. Mm. Well, not everything, but I listen to a lot of different shit. So like my playlists. My play, I don't know how to make playlists. It's the other thing. So, like, I just like everything. Yeah. And I just listen to whatever I've, like, favorited. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, do you kind of, like, dissect, like, other people's music to, like, trying to pick pick out, like, what what they did and how the, like, how they create, like, their music to, like, put in your own? I mean, like, I wouldn't say... Actually, yeah, yeah. I have... I, I, been sort of beginning to do that and like in order to put it into my own music but Mm. I think as like a musical person like I've literally been like like fucking with music my entire life so it's really hard for me to just just listen to a song Mm. um yeah I think and also like sometimes I can't even hear lyrics (laughs) like in songs because I'm just listening to like the instrumental like I I can't really concentrate on the words Mm. so yeah I'm always dissecting songs and like I think at this point vocals is something that I listen to as well so yeah I'm always like listening to music and like seeing what that what whoever produced the song did or whatever yeah yeah mm. how did you guys like come together to do the Savage Vibes um collab like I can't oh, me and oh. Nate mm. um well me and Nate have been friends Oh, Nate Vibration. So that's the guy that I did it with. Yes, um, we went to the same school. 
Pardon? We went to the same school with him. I went. To oh no school. shit! Wait, did yeah. you go to Point Senior? No, I went to Thomas Carr. Like oh, Thomas Carr. Oh wait, I don't know if he went to Point Senior. I went yet- to Point Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so me and Nay had been friends for maybe about a year. Like we we made a. We went to the studio together, and like I had some of my friends like come with me, and like we just were all in the studio just, and he was giving me things to like read out and sing and like everything mm. he wrote, like I was singing and like, well, and we just kind of clicked musically. Mm. Um, and then he just had this idea. He was like, yo, like, you know, we should do a joint, like a collaborative EP. Mm. I was like, yeah, man, fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> and we did it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I also loved the, the visual for one of the tracks you guys did on the, on the project which was like yes that one yeah. <laughs> really it was really well done like whoever put that yeah. together actually i'm i the same videographer who helped us his name's aaron also oh, these two guys aaron and um got the other guy's name and i'm actually friends with him too i'm so bad with names aaron <laughs> and bad. john yeah, yeah aaron and john um john did the editing and he was also the director as well and like you know he kind of helped us like make sure that we were you know we're in the right place or whatever mm. and then aaron was the videographer and you know he helped us with the video part yeah. of it um but yeah they were really great people to work with and they're also just really lovely people so um we, we just managed to get everything done mm. And yeah i really like enjoyed the video it was, like it was really well done like you can tell like um yeah it was really well put together i really like it was dope i like <laughs> thank you yeah um, it was it was good mm, um are you working on anything at the moment like any upcoming project i know you told me you've been working on like two projects or something like that <laughs> yeah so i because i don't have any like proper solo music out on like you know relevant streaming platforms mm. um i've just decided that, yeah basically just decided like i want to um put out a project so i've just been working my ass off trying to like write and produce all of this music i don't like i i actually i'm in the process of um making another music video for one of the songs mm. um yeah like i said before like i'm working with the same videographer mm. from um the who got the tea video but uh mm. yeah i've just got like yeah i've got new music coming out soon like i don't know wh- what exactly i'm gonna put out or yeah how i'm gonna put it out but you know when it's out i'll be out <laughs> yeah mm. do you do like the mixing and master like by yourself or Oh, hell no. <laughs> no, that's, that's literally so difficult for me. I can, I only produce, I only put the sounds together. Um, and I just, I send them off. To, I'm, yeah, I'm going to be sending them off to like a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's been like super, like great to like talk to you and like just pick your brain on like how you like work and like your music and stuff. Um, Thank you. Um. Yeah, I think we kind of like covered everything, but it's like, yeah, it's been super, super great to like talk to you. Thank mm. you so much. Thanks for like hitting me up because, yeah, I haven't done the interview in a minute. Yeah, I wish somebody would interview me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll interview you one day. I'll get us set up and I'll interview you. Okay. We can do that <laughs> for sure. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, so thank you so much for being with us on the Connect podcast. Um, thanks. Thanks to everyone for tuning in to Brimband Live. Live is famous. The Connect podcast with Mikael. We out. Bye.